is being a magician like offensive? I so think so is... because well, she she um, taps the uh, the hat with her wand and um, a flowers come yeah. out, don't they? And she's like, Ugh. she's utterly disgusted by it. Like that's yeah, that is sort of like like the equivalent of like a dunce hat or something, I guess. Yeah, because it's it's yeah, it's magic in its most basic form, i.e. just just a cheap trick. She's having to she's having to pull Daniels it for the uh, foreseeable future, which yeah. is a uh, bad state of affairs. Maybe that's how the witching world started. It was, what was Paul, Paul Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah. the, he's the guard of the witching world. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. <laughs> Man. He's Adam, <laughs> Debbie McGeezy. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to Sabrina the Teenage Watch, the podcast where three streetwise and sassy Sasquatches review all 163 episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. My name is Big Daddy P, and I'm your host and your guide through this wonderful journey of nostalgia. Joined in uh, my uh, living room where we record these episodes are two of my other homies. So first of all is uh, Mr. G-Dog, Graham Riley. Hello, Graham. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fine, thank you, dog. Yeah, good, good. And, and someone else who I hope is uh, also good and is sharing a space on the couch in front of me is... Um, you can't think of one for me, uh, can you? Um, um, Chris Evans. Hello, Chris. <laughs> How are you? You're not even giving me the pleasure of just even trying. You just... Fine? No. Yeah, fine. Oh, no, I'll, you... I'll be left out. It's okay. You sit over there. Let's just carry on. I've, I'm good. I was good until that moment. So, but you're, let's just let's just do this. Let's just do this. But you're also the rank master, so you already have a name, I guess. I was just trying to think of, of a better one. Well, yeah, rank master C. <laughs> yeah, rank master C. All right, I'll go. take it. I'll take okay, it. Okay. So joining me as well in the studio is rank master C. Hello, rank master C. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm ready to rank and master C's. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Wait. Uh, uh, the the letter C or the you know the the ocean the water C. Oh no. The, it's it's clearly the letter C. Okay. Because, you know, even if you were ebbing and flowing on the sea, the ebbs and flows would be little seas. That's very oh. true. Seeing that we do love going off topic, I might as well uh, keep the mood up. We had uh, some interesting interaction on our social media, as we oh. do. So you can always get in touch with us at Sabrina Watch on Twitter. Find us on Facebook, Sabrina the Teenage Watch. Or you can even send us an email at sabrinateenagewatch at gmail.com. Quick question, Phil. Does anyone actually send us emails? Uh, SoundCloud do, and I pay them. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. I know it's an outdated method now, but please send an email. Send Our email. inbox is lonely. <laughs> you, can, you can send... It doesn't matter how many characters it is. You can yeah. send away if you want. Uh, no, you'll love this. So one of our uh, dedicated listeners, I think he's been listening to us since day one, uh, Mr. Mr. Douglas Dugglepuffs. I don't know if that's his, his given name. No, that, that, that's his real name. <laughs> that's that's, that's his, real his real name. name. <laughs> and he says, your shared universe theory holds up. Oh, fuck oh. Off. Now, what now. do you think he may be alluding to? Well, we've said that just about every other piece of popular culture, up to and including the Bible, is the same universe as Sabrina. So, quite frankly, if he's saying that it all holds together, then that's pretty amazing. Or maybe he's referring to a specific thing we've said is the same universe. Is that like correct? Harry Potter? Well, no. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh. Um, I don't know what he. I don't know if he um, if he, he looked out for this specifically or just stumbled upon it. But he was on uh, the Harry Potter uh, Wikia okay. um, website, and apparently there is a book in the library that is referenced in uh, one of the Deathly Hallows films called Spellman's Syllabary. 
Oh. Spell, so spelt the exact same way. She went yeah, Spellman. Apparently it's referenced by Hermione because she uses it at some point. And they, uh, it's debatable whether it's actually used by... Uh, whether it was written by a Spellman or it just happens to be called Spellman Silver. I'm going to say it was. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. Okay, well, there's only one person who would know. Uh, J.K. Rowling. Yeah, I reached out to her. <laughs> 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 and what did she say? Uh, she didn't go back to me yet. Oh. <laughs> but I put, hi, J.K. Rowling, sorry to bother you, but we have a question. The Spellman Syllabary. Is it from the Hilda, Zelda, Sabrina Spellman lineage? As the world's leading Sabrina the Teenage Witch podcast, we need to know. Old claim that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm just waiting for her to get back to me. So, so I'm keep you sure, updated on that. I'm sure that she will. <laughs> all, all, all I'm taking away from this conversation is that we have too much time on our hands. <laughs> we absolutely do. <laughs> to the point that we're we're trying to get in touch with J.K. Rowling. But she she holds the answers to uh, to what we yeah. want to find out. Uh, we also got our uh, my favourite hashtag I've ever seen. Someone tweeted us. Uh, it's from our good listener uh, Brett. Obviously, yes. he's been listening to us uh, a lot. Um, so he uh, he told us what uh, the opening to our last episode was. Yes, you know, he did. I saw yeah. that. Um, he put the opening is from the 1950 movie Sunset Boulevard. I think he means the mirror gag because we we were saying about it's old Hollywood. It's some oh, old Hollywood yes, quote. Yes, 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 it was. Yes. It. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that. Um, it's just way too old for the intended audience. And he used he used the hashtags. You guys are awesome, which is great. I'm true. But then my favourite hashtag Google for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag good point, Brett. <laughs> Hashtag extremely good point. Uh, he also corrects as he said uh, he thinks because we on about Teamsters. Yes. Because uh, obviously at the time of the recording, our episode about um, about the truck driver they beat up. Yes, about yes. the truck driver that's, that's just Paul gone Hank. live. Paul Hank. Uh, they think he thinks uh, the Teamster is relating to uh, like a mob boss. It's a sort. It's a term for uh, like mafia terminology. Apparently, Teamsters. Oh. So he reckons it's. It's to do with them beating up a uh, mafia man or woman, mafia woman. Yeah, and we just thought it was a poor truck that they'd beaten to death. Maybe they had one each. Maybe Zelda was was beating a mafia man for good reasons, and yeah, Hilda just beat up a, a truck driver who uh, didn't indicate correctly. Yeah, maybe. yeah, I reckon that's so. But he didn't uh, put his blinkers on, <laughs> yeah. as they say in the states, as we learnt in this episode. Uh, a lot of admin at the top of this uh, show. I'm still stuck on Google for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. It's a very valid point. <laughs> Extremely. Thank you, mate. Give yourself a several pats on the back for that. Uh, anyway, we're here to talk about Sabrina, so we might as well crack on. Episode twenty is called My Nightmare. The car. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sabrina buys another realm automotive vehicle yes. uh, that talks to her and causes a bit of a uh, bit of a ruckus, and he's a bit naughty, isn't he? Well, he's not really naughty. He's, he's just... more needy, yeah. and his neediness instigates mischief. Because the whole episode is about Sabrina having the responsibility for driving, but they also play on the fact that, much like having a pet or a child, she's also got the responsibility of looking after a living car. Yes. So it's responsibility on two fronts and stuff, and I think it's a an interesting uh, way to, to tackle it. Did we enjoy this episode about sort of Sabrina finally getting that car she's been she's been begging for for since the start of the season now? Um, aspects. As- yeah. Aspects. Aspects. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I feel like more fun could have been had with the car um, if the car was more fun. 
Yes, the yeah. car was just yeah, it was just like a needy old man. Was yeah, it? I mean probably because it is voiced by a needy old man, but still, I don't know Buddy Hackett's level of neediness. <laughs> uh, no, I know, I don't. We don't know, but he, he is old. well. Now it's very low because he's dead. But <laughs> yeah, uh, but now, now he's but he is an old man faux show. So, um, so. I'm not sure if that was too far. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to complain about it? But yeah, well, he's not. <laughs> not Buddy Hackett. <laughs> We're gonna have next. Brett's gonna send us hashtag show some respect for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, yeah, so I, I do agree. I think the the uh, I mean, we'll dive into this, but yeah, the car I think more fun, more zaniness. I think I think the car was a bit tame. It wasn't. Well, it was an MG. I mean, you can't really have a lot of fun in an in an MG. You know, yeah. you go over sixty miles an hour and something falls off it. Yeah. Harvey can reckons he can get it to eighty miles an hour in oh, first four gear. To pieces. In first gear, <laughs> yeah. four to yeah. pieces, mate. This is British Leyland engineering of the nineteen eighties. So, you know, you can't 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 be too careful. No, no. Although so, my uncle did have an MGB Roadster, much like that one. It was uh, it was it was quite cool. It was quite yeah. Did car. it have much of a personality? Um, no, not really. No, so, no, no ch- back chat. No, no. It, it did. It did spend. It was kind of his. It was his Sunday. You know, sort of nice day. Go for a drive with the top down car. So uh, it spent most of the time in the garage. I hope he uh, put a blanket over the. Uh, the bonnet. Oh, I hope yeah. so. And speaking of the garage, we see another room in the yes. house. So we'll we'll talk briefly about the garage when we get to it. But uh, are we ready to uh, to insert keys and, and and rev and drive? I don't. I don't. Drive. Yeah, you I don't, don't drive. Know Clearly, I don't, don't know drive. any terms. So, you know, turn <laughs> Do, on the, the cars ignition. Not rev? You know, the, uh, the, you're not really supposed to rev them. Okay, you yeah. can. But um, yeah, I'm ready. Vroom, vroom, and indeed vroom. Excellent. The keys are ignition. I'm fresh <laughs> out the kitchen. <laughs> it's the freaking weekend. Baby, we're about to have us some fun. Excellent. The episode opens with Sabrina asking Zelda if she can borrow one of her jumpers. But Zelda says that she doesn't take enough responsibility for her or anyone else's stuff. Uh, Zelda, by the way, she's just returned from climbing Mount uh, Everest uh, and is packing away her gear, gloating about how responsible she is with her stuff. But it turns out she left Salem at the top of the mountain wearing a matching hat and scarf. Why did Salem go to the top of Everest? Well, he likes he likes accompanying. There's, he can't really do much as a cat. So I guess if he can just be magically zapped to hike a mountain, then I guess he's all up for it. Either way, I enjoyed Salem, as we've said, Salem in clothes, best thing ever. So Salem hat and scarf, great. Um, back to new Salem puppets, yes. which was good. Um, Salem thinks he's seen the Yeti, doesn't he? He does, he um, does. But I think maybe it was Brian Blessed. <laughs> yes. Because he does like to climb mountains, doesn't he? He very much does yeah, so, he, yeah. I think he has climbed Everest, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't Donna to Erica, was it? She climbed, she nearly died climbing a mountain, didn't she? Did. She did, yeah. <laughs> it could have been that, but no, Brian Blessed is, is definitely a good shout. Yeah, no, I could see, definitely see that. He's been up there, there's a blizzard going on, there's a lot of yeah. snow in his beard, yeah, he looks very, white. Yeah, yeah very yeah. airy. It's yeah. very good yeah. fun, yeah. Um, and as well with the going back to Salem the puppet, obviously because uh, this new puppet's got a rounder face, it looks a bit more solid. I guess yeah. I hoped that we see more hats completely um, fit on top of his head because up until now it's been balanced on uh, on an ear or it's made room in the middle of his ears. But no, this this little woolly hat was completely over his head. But it's got a nice flat head, hasn't he? Now, yeah. so yes, yeah, plenty of scope for hats, and I do in fact know. From, from, as we've said before, Salem being the meme machine, that there are other instances of um, Salem wearing headgear um, yeah. to come. So that's good. And very much thought And scarf wear as well. He yes. did look very good in that. In the titles, Sabrina is dressed as a convicted felon. Um, I fought the law, and the law won, she says. Relevant. 
she does pick up some uh, parking violations. She does, in this episode. yeah. So, so she's a bit of a crim, although she doesn't go to prison. No, uh, but yeah, she. So no, I meant relevant in terms of the costume she was wearing. She was wearing, yeah. yeah. Yes, she, yes. If, if you're if you're wearing prison uniform, then you very much did fight the law, and the law very much won. Yes. So, fact. Yeah, I, I guess. guess yeah. yeah. So. Or she could have been dressed as a member of you know the Clash, the and, Clash just, yeah. just, and just said a lyric from a song. It's, yeah, seems about the level of uh, creativity he gets in some of about these right, talent yeah. sequences. And, and then we'd be like, why wasn't that in the band episode? <laughs> so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't win. They've been writing these going in twenty years. Three smart asses <laughs> are going to be pulling ours apart. Why don't we just just you know do whatever, do what we can. Uh, in school, and Sabs and Val try to tell Mr. Kraft about how great he looks, how, much, how uh, great in shape, and how good his skin looks, because they're hoping to get money for a journalism symposium in New York, but it fails miserably. She then tries to persuade Hilda to go on a date with Mr. Kraft in hopes of swooning some cash out of him, but she too says no, which is good, because she always ends up on a date with him, and she does later in this episode. And it always ends up badly for poor old Willard, so she's not <laughs> just being sort of well selfish isn't the word which is not just like I don't actually have any attraction to this guy as a matter of fact he's rather annoying and smug I don't want to do it mm-hmm. also she is maybe maybe having a bit of a conscience and thinking of poor old Willard and the uh, misadventures he has when they date yeah and, and I think this is actually the first time where she does uh, later on she does go on a date with Mr. Craft, but she does it out of selfless reasons she actually yes. goes on it in hopes of you know convincing Mr. Craft to uh, to let uh, Sabrina and Val go on this trip, so yeah, she's it's a side of Hilda that we don't see very often, and it's nice that yeah, she just bit the bullet, went out on a date with Kraft, just in hopes of making a do- uh, niece's life a little bit better. Yeah. It's nice. Suddenly, a letter pops out of the toaster, and it's from the Other Realm Revenue Service, who are planning to audit their magic. It turns out that witches are allocated a certain amount of magic to use in the mortal realm, a rule that came into effect after Pompeii. Well, yeah. I mean, we all we're all very aware of Pompeii and what happened in Pompeii. So, uh, if that was the result of uh, witchiness, too fucking right. Yeah, but it's it fucking was... disaster, mate. But you might think, is it because a witch sort of made you know the volcano erupt or whatever? Mount, Mount Vesuvius, is it? Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. She says a witch with a lava fetish. Lava fetish. Mm. Well, each to their own. Maybe, maybe witches don't necessarily need need something more than just hot wax being dripped on them. Yeah, maybe they maybe. need boiling hot lava. You know, for 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 the for the enjoyment. And also, Romans, yeah, yeah, they loved their orgies, didn't they? They, they did. Like, what would make this orgy really hot? Some lava. Oh <laughs> fuck! Everyone's dead. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that was it. Everyone's maybe dead. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, do, do you want to know? Sorry, I'm, I am popping back. We've never questioned this. We've just accepted it. But that Romans had lots of orgies. <laughs> <laughs> but did they? Though? <laughs> but did they? Though? You know, uh, the fact that the other realm you get posts from the other realm in the toaster. We've never questioned it. We've just uh, we've just accepted it. Guess it's, it's just it's boom, a... the toaster's the mailbox. Yeah, we do gloss over it. It's happened a number of times in oh, the show's duration so far. We just gloss over it. A letter pops out the toaster. <laughs> yeah. No biggie. We've, we've, we've just accepted it, and I don't, yeah, I don't it... understand when we made that decision. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, this is an enchanted toaster that carries mail from the other realm. Toast and post rhyme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why, why not? Uh, I want to see the toast man. That's what yeah. I want to see. <laughs> Things though, it, it, no, it brings on a bit of a uh, something to think about. They use that toaster obviously as both as a, a mailbox and as a toaster. Yes. 
can you put settings wrong so you want to send a reply to the other realm and instead they just get toast? toast? (laughs) Oh, that would be a bit crummy. Just get someone else's toast. (laughs) It's cold. (laughs) Oh, man. That's travelled through space, that toast. It's pretty amazing. Wow, yeah. When when you think about it... could you imagine sending a piece of toast through space? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be that, pretty cool. That'd be it, was the, it was the great space toaster. But, uh, uh, oh, uh, man. <laughs> that's, one of, that's one of the worst things that's been said on this show. <laughs> I'm not sure, Phil. I think you've come out with worse. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just laughing because I've got this cro- a Sabrina crossover with the lake house. <laughs> like... Keanu Reeves opens up his mailbox and it's just shitloads of stale, <laughs> stale toast. <laughs> That's a dream crossover, that. Wow. Archie, make it happen. <laughs> Zelda says they'll be fine. Oh, yeah, because we're talking about Sabrina, aren't we? Zelda says... <laughs> Who? What? <clears throat> Pompeii and toast. That's what I've been talking about. Oh, that would be a great way, actually. Could you ever imagine, you know, uh, toasting some bread over lava? Oh, that would be nice. It'll be nice. Yeah, slow-moving lava, so you could just, you know, nice and easy, get some butter. Every big crowd of you just moving slowly backwards. Can, can you can you get slow-moving lava? Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Back well, off. the pace of lava depends on the gradient. So if it was right. moving across rather flat land, then it won't go very fast. Yeah, because mm. it, it's not like it's, it, it's viscous. Yes, it yes, yeah, it's viscous. So it's not like water, you know. And it just sort of it's like gravy. Yeah, yeah. Like thick gravy. Thick gravy. Thick yeah, gravy that can kill you. Yes. <laughs> Zelda says they'll be fine with this audit, uh, but she magics in their accountant Marty to look things over. He naturally appears inside a filing cabinet. He hands them their documents and then returns to the receptionist's birthday party, who we learn is has taken a top off and is swinging her tits around the office. Oh, and and that she's using the copy machine as well. Yeah, so she's photocopying her breasts. <laughs> While swinging her blouse around her head like a lasso. Yeah, um, those accountants, what can you say? Yeah, is this an episode we would have liked to have seen opposed to this one? Just the, the, not not specifically the breast, but I mean the the, the filing cabinet accountant's uh, office party. I would have liked, when they couldn't find him later... Maybe uh, he maybe could have gone inside to have a look for him. Obviously, yeah. he'd gone off on holiday, hadn't he? But because uh... don't get this wrong, this, this uh, she's she's got her breasts out swinging around, but they're not. Um, we think, but uh, no, no, no. We know <laughs> it's not like a Christmas party or anything. Like it's just someone's it's birthday. Just birthday. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah it's just another birthday. day in the office. But it's her birthday. It's her yeah. birthday. It's she... her birthday. She can do what she likes. She can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She absolutely can. She can swing whatever she likes. She can photocopy whatever she likes. It's her birthday. Marty is going to be sticking around for a little bit. Who uh, he promises everything is going to be fine while he checks over their papers. Valerie rocks up to tell Sabrina some good news. Her grandmother wants to sell her car to Val. Well, she says car. The heating, the radio, left indicator, and windows don't work, and it smells. But hey, it's a set of sweet wheels, mate. It smells like lilacs, so it's yeah. not like it smells like shit. It's lilacs. It smells of an of old. Yeah. Old, old an old lady house. Yeah. And, also, yeah. she pronounces lilac. 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 Which I didn't know is another <laughs> thing that Americans can't say, so that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, just before uh, Val uh, does tell this good news as well, a nice little joke, she comes in and, and obviously Marty's banging in inside the uh, the filing yes. cabinet. Well, there's a party going on. Oh, there is, yeah. There's an awful lot of banging in there. Some banging tunes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Valerie just goes, uh, 
Is she all fine in the cabinet making some noises? And Sabrina says, yeah, yeah, because there's a man in there, Val. <laughs> they all laugh and yeah, we Silly laugh Val. as well. Silly Val. It's that moment where, you know what, if you just tell the truth, no one will be any of the worse. Yeah, especially with Val. She's a, you know, she... She's happy to accept anything. She's just grateful she's got friends. Yeah. I feel like Jenny probably would have investigated. Maybe. But So, um, with, if Jenny was still there, we would have seen inside the filing cabinet. Yeah. We would have mm. seen the office party. You know what we should do? We should Google it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Google it. What shall we... What do we Google? Just, what's it like inside a filing cabinet? Or yeah. What, filing cabinet office party? party. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, don't Google no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sky's going to flag up my search history with that. Valerie's grandma is selling her broken, smelly car, uh, but she can't afford it, so she's asking Sabrina if she will chip in half. And, uh, yeah, because they think they can own a car between them. Zelda doesn't think it's a good idea because it's such a big responsibility, but it's okay, chaps, because they've come up with a painfully complex rotor system. It seems to work with them, and Hilda and Zelda agree. Yeah, the painfully complex rotor system... Genuinely, the amount of time they must have spent on that, if they just put that amount of effort into their studies, they'll be straight A students. Yeah, they, they could, could do have whatever been, they wanted. They could have been awarded a car for being so well in school. Yeah, exactly. So well in school. exactly. Yeah. He said, yeah, they're, they're rotating the car like down to like every hour a day. Like They switch cars every hour. I, well, no, it's like every 20 minutes at one point, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Well, like, on, on Val can have it at 10 past 8 every other Tuesday. However, every second Friday, she can pick it up uh, 10 minutes earlier. It's very complex. Very complicated. But they hadn't even touched leap years, mate. No, shit, no, I know, yeah. did they? I mean, come on. If you're going to do something, do it right. Include leap years, for crying out loud. Who, who brings the car home for Christmas? That's what I want to know. The uh, the props department, again, props to them. Because uh, yeah. they had to, possibly not as fiendishly complicated as... As it's um, as it's uh, made out to be, but uh, they did actually have to make one of these, uh, make a rotor, a full size oh, yeah. chart with. It definitely had Serena and Valerie's names on it and all the days and you know all the sort of um, splits between between their uh, their time with the car. So uh, yeah, all all round a lot of uh, a lot of detail gone into this uh, this yeah. rotor, this it's, one gag. It's definitely a work experience job. That was. Can't wait! Oh my god, I'm 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 helping to film on the set of Sabrina. Yeah, do you mind just drawing up a rotor of how long Valerie and Serena can keep their cars well, for? Well, yeah, exactly. But this is the thing. This is in the 90s. Nowadays, you just go on XL. You do, yeah. Jobs are good and it's right there. There were gel pens involved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Were these smelly, smelly gel pens? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Remember them? You got the chocolate one. Yeah, maybe yeah. you had the Hilac one. <laughs> yeah. They, they smelled They smelled nice enough to eat. They did. You ate them, didn't you? No, no. I did bite into a glue stick once, though, because... <laughs> <laughs> still, still to this day, I think the, te- the texture, the texture of a of a Pritt stick looks delicious. It, no, it looks like a slightly melted uh, spearmint chew. Yeah, or also it looks kind of like the icing on like a cherry bakewell or something yeah. on top of it. I do understand, but I do understand that. But also, I understood at the same time that it was glue and it wouldn't taste like that. So, I never, oh no, I never, I never, yeah. I never bit one. So, what did it you, taste you like? Did. Mate? It just. Like? Tasted like a stick of glue. <laughs> Did you swallow? <laughs> no, no, no. I comfortably spit. Okay. <laughs> and of course, once glue sort of dissolved a bit with your saliva, it probably does look a bit. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I've just got this image of like seven-year-old Phil <laughs> spitting out. Oh my god! Philip, what's, what's, what's wrong with your spit? It's glue. Man. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, don't sniff glue, kids. And don't, don't. Eat, don't eat it either. So, Hilda and Zelda have agreed that uh, Sabrina and Valerie should uh, share responsibility for this car. Uh, we're then treated to our first, but everything was going so well montage, where the happy faces and jovial behaviour of Val and Sabs handing the keys over is eventually replaced by miserable faces and broken car parts. And finally, to a huge crack in their relationship. Going back and forth, handing each other the keys with uh, the... The wing mirrors come off, is it? Yeah, the yeah. Um, the, the rear view mirrors rear view come mirror. off. Yeah. The, come off. The, uh, the number plates come yeah. off. Yeah, or the license plates. Oh, yeah, sorry. License plate. License plates come off. Um, the, the parking violations. Parking violations, yeah. you know. Sabs, you criminal. Huh? Uh, then there's a bunch of fast food. Rappers, Rappers yeah. that just, you know... I mean, Graham. I gave Graham a list, lift this morning. He he's seen in my car. Ginsters. Ginsters uh, slices. Yeah. You know. Well, it, like packets. No, packets. <laughs> not not the actual. Not, oh, yeah. I mean, my not, car's just filled with <laughs> pepper steak Ginsters slices. <laughs> That's what I do. That's yeah. how I make my money now. Yeah. I uh, I sell Ginsters at the back of my car. <laughs> you sell lukewarm Ginsters pasties from the bottom of your car. Pasty runs it. <laughs> just driving around blasting the radio it's like mommy can we have a pound for a <laughs> you got to do it now oh, yeah. <laughs> see we're laughing more I mean our, our overseas this is what endure this but uh, yeah, up north yeah you don't see ice cream vans you just see pasty vans <laughs> you do that's right yeah. you know they, yeah. play, they play that jovial song and yeah um, yeah they, 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 they play the pie song play some George Formby <laughs> 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 and that's what we do we come out don't we and we, go, we get a little one for the whip it as well yeah. 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 yeah we sell uh, we sell hot pastries well know. lukewarm pastries mate lukewarm pastries yeah. outside yeah. the windows of our cars <laughs> only the really posh ones get a uh, have a portable microwave plugged into the plugged into the cigarette lighter yeah and the lowest ones if you want them warmed up you just have to put them between your thighs for a bit <laughs> So that's what living up north's like. <laughs> aren't, you, aren't you grateful that we just paint this wonderful picture of our dear country? Um, oh, so, yeah, so uh, cracks in Val and Sabzo relationship is starting to show. Uh, they then start screaming in each other's faces, causing Zelda to hand out her first I told you so of the season. In a huff, Sabrina dumps the keys on Val and asks for her share of the cash back. Upstairs, and Sabrina is still fuming about Val being a crappy car carer. Hey, it wasn't Valerie who locked me in the glove compartment, Salem says. Sabrina says that she wishes she had her own car, but she's broke. However, Salem says that cars go for peanuts in the other realm. Literally or figuratively. I, I was hoping literally. I was hoping literally. I was hoping literally. Because <laughs> we know we like their, their visual puns. And yeah. Chris likes them especially. Uh, well, the reason why they're so cheap is because cars became a novelty item once witches realised they could fly. It's a very good point. So they didn't realise they could fly until after automobiles came into being. So that's like what the nineteen thirties? Well, yeah. Or well, 19, well, well, who's who's to say when they realised they could fly? Or who's to say when cars were available in the other realm? Hey, because we know that they are technologically more advanced. Than yeah, we were. but fancy them not learning they could fly until they'd already invented the car. But then again, they're that far ahead of us. I guess that'd be like a next level of evolution. Yeah, I mean, did did they? Did they invent the car during Pompeii, perhaps? Oh. And that's how some witches escaped? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> or, I don't know. Well, you got to think that... they flown on a broomstick. Yeah. I mean, would... I mean, would 
flying had been a bit more mainstream and, and accessible once like vacuum cleaners were made. Well, so maybe no, it was no, no. Some brooms are cheaper than vacuum cleaners and more like plentiful. But but what I'm saying is is vacuum cleaners are more stylish than your typical sort of a nasty broom. So maybe more people. Um, started flying once vacuum cleaners had, had come into circulation. Maybe I don't know. I, th- I think that was a line that they didn't really think through. We're trying our best to explain it, but I, I think I think they sort of I think they fucked up. No, I think I think I've got it. I think I think I've got it. Okay, so the car in the other realm was invented before the birth of Jesus. Now hear me out. Broomsticks weren't as readily available during that time. Therefore, they needed a way of getting around. They invented the car. Also, in the other realm, we don't know what it was like 2,000 years ago. It could have been basically what life is like for us today. We don't know. So it, do, it does add up, but I think in terms of like actual people sitting down writing this joke, I think they just weren't thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, downstairs, the auditor rocks up, so Hilda and Zelda summon their accountant, Marty. However, he's only gone and run off with all their magic savings. Magic savings. How do they work? Hmm. Like savings, but magic. <laughs> yeah, magic. <laughs> Is it an ISA? It might be. But no, it's like if I get it that you get rationed on your magic when you're in the mortal. Yeah, this realm. is only when you when you're living in the mortal realm. But you, yeah, yeah. But we've also got coins of the realm. So I would have imagined that they'd have coins of the realm in savings, but not necessarily magic savings because you just use magic. So if it's actually rationed, how do how much magic do you earn? And how much do you save? I don't get it. Mm, what's the interest on magic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These things we need to know. Is it 0.5%? Should we Google it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either way, if he's getting merry on their income, yeah. they need a new yeah. accountant. Exactly, yeah. Because he's, he's rocking up in like some like Barbados or uh, something it like that. It was Bora like, Bora. Bora Bora. He's in Bora Bora. Um, he swapped his, uh, his filing cabinet for a basket. Yes. I wonder what that party's like. So, so can he only come out of containers? <laughs> yeah. is, 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 he, is he not able to ever walk around or anything? Is that how he's, how he's constrained? Yeah, well, maybe other realm uh, accountants don't have a lower half. Yeah, yeah maybe. 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 Would he pop out of Salem's arsehole? <laughs> well... Well, that's to come. That's a, yeah, we see that scene a little bit later on. Uh, anyway, some uh, of the gifts I've seen uh, <laughs> online to go by. Yeah, we've got that to look forward to. So, uh. Uh, anyway, Sabrina heads to Callisto Motors. This is the car shop where the tagline is "Where I owe you a good deal." Because oh. it's I owe like a it's a moon, isn't it? Off like Jupiter or something. Yeah, something moon, like yeah, that. It's Jupiter's largest moon. Yeah. Think. So there we go. It's a nice, nice sort of. because yeah, they're in space. Yes. <laughs> Callisto's another moon of Jupiter as well. Yeah. So we, we forget that the other realm is in space, but yeah, we go. It's a nice sort of space, space gag, pun, space puns. I also think that Io was a uh, a muse referenced in I think Roman. Greek Probably because they're all they're all named after Roman. Yeah. Mm. Jupiter's a Roman so, god. So, yeah. yeah, so yeah, I think Jupiter's Io... like Zeus in, in Roman mythology. Yeah, I so. think Io was a muse to Jupiter. Yeah, in Roman mythology. So yeah. maybe maybe this automobile shop was around in with the ancient Romans. Maybe maybe Chris maybe. theories coming together. Uh, so she's at heads to Callista Motors. Remember where I owe you a good deal. And suddenly she's approached by the quizmaster who works there part time. Quizmastering may be my life's work. But he doesn't exactly pay the rent. Well, we know this. He's he's had a giant rodent infestation. Well, so. we know this. He's he's had to uh, break into a poor mouse's house and squat <laughs> yes, there, yeah. and then break into Sabrina's locker. So yeah, we know this guy's struggling to uh, to pay the bills to get the money together to uh, to sustain himself. So so does the quizmaster get paid in coins of the realm or in magic? Hmm. 
Mm. I reckon he's exempt from magic because it's his job to to use. I, magic. I, I think yeah, I think he, I think he has company magic. I mean, oh, company yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, he's got company magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it got me thinking though. I mean, were you surprised to hear that being a quiz master isn't uh, in money wise anyway beneficial to you? Well, yes, because it's a bloody important job. Exactly. I, um, sorry, I'm just going to straight up. I, I know, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Are you going to say that? People who do important jobs like nurses and firefighters and things are paid peanuts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So maybe, maybe, maybe that's a parallel between our our world and the other realm. Yeah. Because I mean, I always thought, yeah, the quizmaster is a bit like a teacher. Obviously, you know, he's he's there educating. And, and again, not paid very well. Yeah. And, yeah. and get getting uh, young witches ready to uh, to use their magic properly. And yeah, I guess he is the the uh, the witch equivalent of a of teacher. And we've seen the teaching staff of Westbridge High struggle to make mm. ends meet. Mm-hmm. So their other realm counterparts clearly doing the same. I mean, at the end of the day, Willard Craft is now living with his sister still. Grandmother Grand- in a house that his sister owns. Yes, grandmother yes. in yes. a house that his sister owns. That is correct. What does his sister do? Jesus. But uh, yeah, so it's a shame to hear about yeah, Quizmaster's got such a large responsibility, but he yeah, gets paid fucking nothing. And he's got to he's got to work another job in another tasteful suit, but very, very car salesman-y. Like yeah, the seventies car salesman yeah, outfit. Which is the golden age of dodgy used car dealing, <laughs> everybody knows. So uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's cool. Hmm. So he rocks up and uh, and he's ready to sell uh, Sabrina a car. He offers it. For five dollars up front and a book fifteen a month, wow! That's either very generous or the uh, the coins of the realm are just in dire circumstances. Yes, yeah. but Sabrina does point out to him perhaps you'd be able to uh, you wouldn't need a second job if you didn't spend so much on clothes. Yes, which, which is, is undoubtedly a large part of his expenditure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, good for him though because yes. he does. Well, no, he does not any magic. Well. If yeah, if he's using magic to procure the clothes, yeah. but then he'd be stealing, he'd be taking clothes from somewhere else, because as we've seen. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. Mm. So he probably would have to buy it still. So Sabrina buys this car off him, and they take it out for a test drive. She then returns from her trip, where she, uh, what she almost killed a child, and a school bus full of kids. Yeah, is that yeah. is that only everything she did? Yeah, he yeah. seems pretty chill with it. Considering, yeah, considering he's Mister Oh Sabrina, you got to be responsible. You got to do this. You got to do that. And he's like. He was like, oh, you nearly killed us children. <laughs> yeah. She's happy. She's like, oh my God, did you see how I swerved out of that baby carriage? Yeah. So a newborn baby and parent yeah. were almost killed. Wow. So were they driving on the on Io or did they take the car to Earth? That's or were they just, just around in space? I was just thinking, these cars, are there, are there roads in the other realm? We've not seen any. Well, no. we're going... We don't to need people. roads. And obviously that famous quote is referencing the other realm. Yeah, yeah. clearly. Same universe. Maybe, maybe, maybe the cars. Maybe the cars float. Maybe it was a flying baby carriage. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's irresponsible. This. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, yeah, probably got those things. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah. Regardless, she went for a drive anyway. And why, um, why have tires in that case? Though? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if a cow can jump over the moon, a car can drive in space. True. That's when you think of it that way, that makes absolute sense. Yeah. I think that's the most sense we've made so far. Uh, and despite the quizmaster making sure she's responsible enough for it, she hastily buys the car, which also comes with free delivery. Well, it literally lands inside her bedroom yes. with a large clatter. Absence of uh, roof and ceiling again. Yeah, These it's just like when the, from the sky. when the couches were delivered, yeah. Yes. And Coming up, something that relates into those uh, those uh, talking uh, pieces of furniture. But uh, continue. We, we will. That, yeah. But the first, f- 
first moment when the car turned up in Sabrina's room, I was like, holy shit, Sabrina's room's massive. It fits an entire car in there. <laughs> Just, yeah. As not, well as everything else she needs. Yes. Yeah. And with room to spare. If there was a car in my room, that would be, that would be the room, would be car. <laughs> if I've got Sailor in the glove compartment, it'd be like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Hilda and Zelda go to investigate the noise and Sabrina tells them that her and Salem are clogging. Sabrina, I'd appreciate it if you never imply that I clog, Salem says. She zaps the car to the side of the road, but it reappears in her room because it's lonely and doesn't like the cold. But when the car starts speaking, and obviously she's shocked because it clearly, clearly kept his mouth shut during the entire uh, test drive. Oh, yes, everything. yeah. It starts speaking and she's like, oh, you talk. And, and he says, yeah, it, sa- it, said on, it said on my sticker. And we were talking about the uh, talking furniture, like, wouldn't, wouldn't it warn them in the shop this furniture talks? Well, at least you do that with cars. Yes. Yeah. At least you do. He, then again, he's, the sticker's probably hidden somewhere because this. We learned that quiz, the quizmaster wanted to be to specifically buy this yes. car to teach her an ultimate lesson. The car, as we mentioned, is voiced by Buddy Hackett, um, veteran comic actor, uh, has since passed away. But uh, he was in a film involving not a talking car, but a car that comes to life and creates yes. mischief. Uh, that being The Lovebug, which was the first Herbie film and my favourite film as a child. Yeah. And he played the uh, jolly mechanic Tennessee Steinmetz. And yeah, Buddy Hackett, he was, he was fairly entertaining. As I say, I think they could have done more with the car character, but he was okay. But this is a British car. This is Birmingham's finest. An MGB Roadster. Should have been British. Car should have been British. Should have been Brummy. Yeah. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he would have been a good voice. Yeah. Also, um, the quizmaster mentions that a crowd was teaching him Spanish. A Sayat? Shouldn't that be what teaches you Spanish? So, yeah, I mean, I think obviously we had John Ratzenberger in a few episodes ago, but I think considering he does a lot of voice work in Pixar films, if he hadn't have been Santa, I think he would have made a good car voice car, as well. Yeah. But yeah, I'm no, sure I... he has voiced a car in cars. Oh, so, yeah, 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 no doubt. But yeah, no way, I think, I think it would have been uh, good to have. Someone, yeah, sounded a bit more mischievous. I think. I, I think we could, nice would have been would have been nice to have a, a cheeky car. I think opposed to a car that just reflects on his failed marriage that we learn. <laughs> Was it to another car? Yeah, yeah. Oh mm. no, it's to another human. It's to a human. To a human. Yeah. Was was he once a human? Has he suffered a Salem-like fate? Yeah. yeah. Well, we talked about this with the furniture. The furniture were they. People that have turned into furniture, or is that, uh, as Chris implied, were they? Was it furniture made from like a magical loom? Is this magical mechanics, or yeah. or mechanics probably can make a talking car, yeah. but uh, yeah, or is it a mechanic that made a car and then got imprisoned within the car? Yeah. We, we we don't we don't know we don't know man we don't know too many questions and they're not and they're not wrapped up for us. If he used to be a man. And it's now a car. You can't really blame him for being so needy. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I used to be able to go for a run and to watch my favourite movies and eat. <laughs> now I'm just a car. Got to sit in a garage by himself all day. Yeah, and he, he he can't you know he can't relieve himself. You know he's got to wait for someone else to change his oil. Yeah, maybe he was married to was it Christine? Was it the the haunted yes, car? Yes, Stephen King um, novel turned film. Yes. Yeah, mm. maybe he was married to Christine. Maybe Herbie could relieve himself though. He used to like sort of like spray oil on people's foot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Herbie could, yeah. but yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, then someone... he could he could drive with his own accord, whereas I don't think this car can. Oh, he can teleport. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Why, why drive when it could just and it's there. So we then catch a rare glimpse of the garage, where uh, that's where Sabrina's trying to hide the car, because uh, we predicted that there was a garage, and uh, we thought it might have been like like a like the Bat Cave or something. <laughs> yes. it, it moves down, and uh, the uh, the dungeon comes up or whatever. But uh, no, they have a garage. It's 
It's a garage. I'm making a bet it's the only time we ever see this garage because I it's plot so. relevant. But it's got a door leading into it from the main house. God knows where that is. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> what made me laugh, though, is Hilda goes, okay, I'm just going in the garage. You know, a line that we have never heard before. And we never did hear because obviously garage is what they say. <laughs> oh, of course. Yes, we're going to the garage. And I'll give the Americans that one because in all probability it's a French word and that's probably close to French pronunciation. So. Yes. One for you. That's... So Serena's trying to hide it. She's got a blanket over it because it says that it's cold. Uh, Val stops by to apologise, uh, make up uh, with uh, Sabrina after their fight earlier. And uh, she notices the sweet ride. And she immediately wants to borrow it because her granny took the car back because her church carpooler died. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, Sabrina allows Val to store it at her house to keep it away from her aunts. Speaking of which, they're busy uncovering all of their old accounts, which Zelda taking pride on having everything in her name and in organised storage. That being said, because of that, only she is getting audited. Because another letter popping out of the toast, not a piece of toast, but a letter pops out. And uh, Hilda's like, oh my god, that's great news. And Zelda says, oh, why? Are they cancelling the audit? No, they're only auditing you. (laughs) Nothing but free time for me. Hilda's glee at not having to be audited and the fact that her sister is going to be miserable while she's having loads of fun. It was one of the funniest bits of the episode. I thought Caroline Ray uh, played that very well. (laughs) Zabs then tries again at persuading Hilda to date Mr. Craft. But once again, she says no. It's bedtime. And just as Sabrina thinks the plan is going swell, the car magic's in her room again, saying he prefers her company because Valerie is a dangerous lunatic who sings terribly to all her songs. On the subject of lunacy, we join Mr. Craft telling another member of staff that the seniors have cut his brake fluid seven times. Bloody hell! We yes. gasped. It seems like a very sort of, you know, sedate sort of middle class school, Westbridge High. But I tell you what, when it comes to cars, boy, cut Mr. Craft's uh, brakes, or drain his brake, brake fluid, and we know about the driver's ed teacher who was run over by a student, don't we? <laughs> yeah. So, vehicular based uh, homicide. Yeah. Quite the, uh, quite the trend among the uh, teens of Westbridge. I mean, at the end of the day, Cutting someone's brake line, that is a drastic measure. You, they, they could have just got like a bunch of the, the, the football team together and just picked the car up and moved it somewhere yeah. else. Potato you know? in the exhaust, you yeah, know, all, yeah. the, all, the, all, all the, the classics, but cutting the brake fluids. Yeah, it's something funny like, I don't Mr. Kraft really deserves this. Why, why don't we drain all his fluid and watch him crash? <laughs> Die! <laughs> <laughs> That, that's a you've been framed video right there. <laughs> yeah. 250 quid, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, fucking lunacy. Sabrina makes up a story about how she ended up with the car, which seems to have followed her to school, and despite her protests, ends up giving the keys to Val. She, however, doesn't have it long because she's lent it to Mr. Kraft to ferry his hot date in, but in return, he's given them tickets and bus fare for the journalism symposium. And this is where we learn that, yeah, Hilda... It's just to cheer up Sabrina, she bites the bullet, takes one for the team, and decides to go on a date with Mr. Kraft. And we'll see said date very, very shortly, which seems to go remarkably well. Back at home, and due to Zelda's insufficient paperwork, her magic use has been limited, and her laptop has been clamped. Instead, she's given a magician's hat to cast magic in. So maybe think, is, a, is being a magician, like, offensive? I so think is... so, because, well, she... she... Um, taps the uh, the hat with a wand and um, a flowers come yeah. out, don't they? And she's like, Ugh. she's utterly disgusted by it. Like that's yeah, that is sort of like 
like the equivalent of like a dunce hat or something, I guess. Yeah, because it's it's yeah, it's magic in its most basic form, i.e., just just a cheap trick. Yeah, and I, I never uh, thought of it that way. I never thought yeah. that magicians would would come into effect here. But yeah, uh, yeah. She's, she's having. Well, I've met a magician before. I've seen Magic Jewel. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's having to she's having to pull Daniels it for the foreseeable uh, future, which yeah. is a bad state of affairs. Maybe that's how the witching world started. It was what was Paul, Paul Daniels? <laughs> <laughs> he's, the yeah. guard, he's the guard of the witching world. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Man. He's Adam, <laughs> Debbie McGee's <Eve. laughs> Oh, oh shit. Man. Yeah, the of other course. realm's got its own Bible. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, rest in peace, obviously, later, Paul Daniels as well. Yes. Uh, Serena arrives home late after an evening trying to track down Mr. Kraft, and it turns out that he's at the uh, drive-in movie theatre with Hilda, who went along with him to watch the Joe Don Baker film. Yeah, um, yeah. So Joe Don Baker was it retrospective? So much loads so. of loads of his films. Uh, Joe Don Baker, uh, a very sh- a shrubby <laughs> star of many shit seventies action films, most notably the original Walking Tour, um, and also later on played the um, the CIA guy in the really loud shirt, who's very annoying to Pierce Brosnan in uh, his uh, James Bond films. <laughs> Oh, really loud shirt, man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Get, yeah, yeah. Jack Wade, that's character's name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had no idea who John, Do- John and Baker was. I just knew it was funny to laugh at. <laughs> <laughs> now I know the context. <laughs> Sabrina tracks him down and tries to sweet-talk the car. However, he's miserable about how little time she spends with him. And after a below-the-fan-belt comment... Wait! I... Properly rolled at below the fan belt. That's, yeah, because he says like, um, like you don't spend enough time with me, and she's like, now you sound like your ex-wife. And yeah. He goes, that was below the fan belt. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now we like, love a bit of car humour. Yeah, so that's specific. Yeah, there should have been more car puns. Oh I yeah, mean, oh yeah, there wasn't. We, we talk about the car not being, you know, made the most use of car puns. That's that that's that's good use of a car. You yeah, know, the, loads. The, you, the, the exhaust is definitely in there. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. so exhausting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Loads. Yeah, I would have yeah. loved um, in the uh, yeah, in the in a showroom. It said, "Yeah, this car is perfect uh, for carpooling," and it was just a car like just full of water. I yeah, that would have been, yeah, that would have been great. fun. Yeah. That's silly. Yeah. That's, yeah, something about a bonnet. You know, looking under the hood. There's loads. Yeah, yeah, absolutely loads. But uh, yeah, at least we get one anyway below yeah. the fan belt anyway. Um, so he drives off upset, leaving. Uh, Hilda and Willard screaming inside an out of control car. Did you nearly make up a couple name for? Yeah, Hillard. Hillard. They said Wilder. Oh, Wilder. <laughs> Wilder. I like Wilder better. Wilder works. Okay, we'll do Wilder. Okay, so uh, I'll say that again then. So Wilder. Hashtag uh, Wilder. Hashtag <laughs> Wilder for fuck's sake. Oh uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Uh, they're screaming uh, inside this uh, out of control slow moving car really but there's a brilliant um, I mean obviously when when it's um, Martin Mull and uh, Caroline Ray just just screaming in a car obviously it's back projection Um, but uh, there's there is a on the on the hood shot and it is just somebody driving a car, probably not that MG, because you can't see the actual car, around the corner at normal speed, just sped up, and it's so brief as well. <laughs> and I love the sound effects that they do, but it's like a, uh, it's, it's a bit like the Wilhelm scream, like it's a, it's one that you hear in loads yeah, of it's, it's just a... <laughs> Uh, Sabrina returns to her bedroom to find the car is not there. 
But two seconds later, it is, along with a very angry Hilda and a passed out Mr. Craft. She goes, oh, did you use a spell to knock him out? No, he passed out out of sheer terror. <laughs> but his glasses are off his face. He's his, got a leg by the gears. Gear. And his trousers are a bit up as well, aren't they? Like, and he's yeah, just... he's revealed ankle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you poor bloke. Uh, Zelda says that they can't make a potion for him to forget the evening because A, her laptop has been clamped and B, uh, they've drugged him too much in the past and they're worried of like side effects. Well, Again, which is something I never thought about. Like, If you're constantly being drugged, if your mind is constantly being altered, it may end up sticking that way. Yeah. Like get too many concussions or something. Yeah, so they uh, they have to think of a different way to do it. And the thing that they do is they, they just prop him up outside. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. make him lean with his arm. And, and uh, yeah, he sort of wakes up and he'll says, Yeah, thank <laughs> you're so witty, uh, Mr. Graffy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, bye. And just leaves. And he says, I have got to start videotaping my dates. Which says. is a bit creepy. A bit creepy, but not in this context. But when you're, when you're him, <laughs> yeah. and you are the one who keeps waking up with no memory of it, being told... Oh yeah, yeah. We had a great time. We just had a nice, a nice dinner. I went to a nice film, and that, that that was it. It was great. Honest, that that was all that happened. I don't believe him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he needs like covert operations. He needs like a camera hidden in like a a handkerchief a, in his in his pocket, a or button cam, a button cam. Yeah. yeah, or he could wear a wire. Oh, yeah, ooh, that's what you should do. Yeah, yeah. He should wear a wire. Maybe. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that'd be a good episode. That'd be fun. Yeah, because it's bit. Uh, it's not conspicuous enough if he's just wearing like a camera strapped to his head. Yeah, and you. Bear in mind, Phil, as well, this is the 90s nanotechnology. Not, yeah, not, you, not really you, think. You would literally be wearing a camcorder with a tape inside it <laughs> strapped to your head. Yeah, it's not like this whole GoPro yeah, thing. No well, GoPro well obviously, we all know that in two years' time, all this amazing technology is around. Obviously, Space 1999, that was, yeah, all, the, uh, exactly, was all the rage. Yeah. Jerry Anderson knew what he was talking yeah, so about. Then they'll be going to space. <laughs> then we'll go to space. Uh, Hilda and Zelda are trying to think of a suitable punishment for Sabrina. However, first they must deal with Marty, who's returned to beg for forgiveness. They repay his grovelling by sending him into space. And he's just floating in his cabinet again, because he has no uh, bottom yeah. half. And uh, seems to spot a yeti from space. He does. Also, he's just kind of on his way home, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll t- t- take him a few uh, few thousand years, but he'll, he'll get there. Yeah, that's like driving him halfway home and just leaving him there. Yeah. But make the rest of the journey yourself. Yeah. Uh, Sabrina returns to Callisto Motors to give the car back to the quizmaster, who says he purposely sold her that car to teach her a lesson. The next day in school, and instead of a car, Val and Sabs have invested in a new pair of sneakers, which they try to use to run away from Mr. Kraft. But he collars Sabs and tells her that he's been keeping a file on every single strange thing that happens to him and links it to Sabrina. So finally, that subplot is growing. Yes, I was very pleased to finally see that it hasn't been forgotten. The best part of it really is that it's not like it's been forgotten about and re-mentioned. It's kind of been happening behind the scenes and it's just we've simply not been told about it. Yes. So everything that's happened to him, he has been keeping record because his folder's fairly thick. So he thinks he's onto it. I mean, as a prediction, do we reckon Mr. Craft will only ever just think Sabrina is just a little weird, or do you reckon he will actually find out she's I a witch? Could imagine it going either way because at times they do seem very interested in sort of building these arcs, but then at other times they seem to just forget them. So mm. I could I could honestly see it going either way, and I couldn't I couldn't possibly tell you. I know what I hope will happen. I hope that the fact that they've remembered this and kept it alive and that if it was the whole sort of political intrigue sort of, you know, idea that we were fantasising about at the start of the season, then you would keep it quiet, wouldn't mm-hmm. you, if you were him? You would be like suddenly like, 
appear some CIA shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You would suddenly appear from the shadows and be like, actually, I've you know, I've been I've been keeping watch on all of this, keeping and tabs, keeping tabs on Sabs, and none of this adds up. Yeah, Chris, would you be disappointed if after all this, Mister Craft never found out that Sabrina was a witch? Or would Would you prefer it to eventually, you know? To fruit into a um, a t- fruit fruit <laughs> <laughs> into a uh, would you like the fruit as a verb, people? <laughs> <laughs> now he's butchering the English language. <laughs> would you like? Would you like uh, this storyline to, to to come to fruition? To fruition, yeah, to blossom, yeah, in winter. <laughs> <laughs> you knew what I meant. <laughs> um, to be perfectly honest with you, yeah, I'd like I what what I'd like to happen is that Willard uncovers everything and then it gets sort of kidnapped by the witch's council and then gets taken to the other realm and then it's up to Sabrina as one of her quizmaster tests to to free him but it has to be like over quite a few a couple of episodes mm, yeah, that'd perhaps be that'd be good yeah, yeah. bit of sense of instant peril there you know yeah because we've already I mean with Mr Crafty so I think he's a great character he's very um yeah, you know, he's a bit of a knob and he's awful. However, he plays an important part in Sabrina's life, i.e. keeping the school running. And I think she, just like how Sabrina needs a Libby, I think Sabrina does need Mr. Craft. So I think Kraft. if push came to shove, I think she would do something to to one-up him in terms of showing um, a bit of affection towards yeah. him. And also, you know what they say about like the, the best... Well, a few things. One with superheroes. The hero and the villain always have something kind of in common and sometimes they do end up needing to help each other and they certainly need each other to exist which is kind of what you were just saying but also um, a good villain needs to have justification needs, there needs to be some level at which the audience sympathises with them and Mr Craft has been treated like shit he has these magical shenanigans you could not blame him for wanting answers really <laughs> yeah, about yeah. all this just madness that's happened to him since this girl since the Sabrina came into his life so yeah because uh... yeah, this most recent one is played off by the fact that uh, Sabrina goes oh yeah I've heard men of your age sort of lose time and memory and then just skips to I'll go and check with the chess club so he's again he's just left stood there like what's just happened she's yeah. trying to convince him he's losing his mind yeah. which is really horrible so um, yeah it's certainly not a clear cut hero villain um Divide here. Yeah, I mean, it, it, showing some relevance now. Obviously, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the Black Panther movie, but yes. a lot of um, but a lot of what people, uh, critics loved about the the villain uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yes, Michael yeah. B. Jordan. Uh, he plays a character called Killmonger, and he's one of the first Marvel villains, specifically, that you actually can understand where he's coming from. He's been treated by Libra's left to fend for himself, and he's just wants what he feels is rightfully his but the the character is so good in terms of the audience are watching it thinking yeah I can you might be going it about the wrong way but I absolutely sympathise with you I know where you're coming from and you almost root for him just as much as you root for um, for Black Panther and I think it's a bit like this with Mr. Craft you almost you start to feel sorry for him eventually and you kind yeah. of want his investigation to, to come out to, yeah. that, that you, want, it, you want him to discover that Sabrina is a witch and we again just like the heroes and villains need each other we need the heroes and the villains we need the villain to succeed somewhat mm-hmm. to get somewhere otherwise it's just very boring isn't yeah. it there's I, that as well yeah. I'd like I'd like like a film noir private eye um, episode focusing on Willard uncovering the truth sort of thing yeah he's got the moustache for it yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Just get him a trench coat. And, yeah, Trilby. And a Trilby. Jobs are good. I'd, I'd like that film noir. Black and white, yeah. have it rain a lot, which yeah. it legit does in Boston. Yeah. You know, yeah. It could work. Well, that's the end of episode 20. Uh, my nightmare, the car. Boys, you think <laughs> I like the Clarkson boys. <laughs> <laughs> the car. Boys, was this, a, um, was this episode a nightmare or a dream? Neither. I've really enjoyed talking about it. I think that, again, we like the balance, don't we, between the school and the other realm and, you know, between sort of the, the earthiness of, like, regular teenage life and the fantasy of, of, of witch life. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was, there, was, there was a good mixture of that, you know, a lot of, a lot of you know, decent roles for Valerie and Mr. Craft in the episode. I do feel, though, as if, like, I don't know, cars and film and television have a very special relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to focus something around a car... You need, there needs to be a road trip or a race. I know they don't have a big budget, but they could make it charmingly low budget, like they did with the back projection in the brief, you know, the brief car chaos scene that we got yeah. with um, with Hilda and Mr. Craft. Yeah, for for a, an episode about a car, there was not a lot of driving. No, was there? And I think, yeah, I think if if the episode took more of like a night rider theme, where yes. there was shots inside the car and you know, like the radios flash and talking to him like Kitwood, yeah. Then um, yeah, no, I think that would have been a, an interesting way to uh, to do it. But uh, I mean, Chris, what do you what did you think of it? Did you think the car was the aspects were okay, or do you think it could have been done differently? I feel like this was just a like a, a subplot episode. Yeah, you know, okay. it's like we've had subplot of Sabrina trying to get a car. This is the episode where she gets a car. Subplot of Wilder their their dating life. Subplot of how magical offices work. Subplot of Sabrina and Valerie's friendship. Subplot: the quizmaster has now got a part-time. I just, it felt like just a subplot episode. Yeah. It was. It was definitely. It was definitely bitty. It definitely like jumped about the place a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't feel like it was well-rounded. Mm. The car I, again, like you got needed more focus on the car. Needed a little bit more of maybe a cool car, like a road trip, like you're saying. But yeah, no, it wasn't. It was. It was for me. It was a subplot episode yeah yeah I think it had good um, sort of further exploration of character like um, seeing a slightly alarming other side to the quiz master having to hold up a second job uh, to pay off his college fees and things he yeah. says and, and his rent um, and yeah and it was I think it was great just to see Mr. Craft just to reveal to us that he has been keeping uh, keeping record of everything that's been going on and I think that's very clever and and a big, big sigh of relief came from me when when that was. Well, I wouldn't say out. relief yet. No, hope. The fact that it's been hope. the yeah. fact that a couple of episodes ago, the whole sort of um, like political subplot that yeah. we we felt had been revisited, and I think this has as well. It makes it fills me with more faith that they aren't forgetting things that they set out right at the beginning. So hopefully this will carry forth with our next couple of episodes. But before we get to the next one, we need to find out what one man thinks of this episode. Doesn't matter what me and Graham think, because that one man is Mr. Christopher Evans. Um, or, or Rank Master C. Rank Master C over here. Rank Master Chap. He is uh, he's <laughs> the one who tells us what this episode rightfully scores as. So Christopher, my nightmare... The car. And without further ado, I will not um, make a big deal of this. I'm literally going to give it uh, four books down and a dollar fifty a month. Okay, I like what you did with that. Okay, yeah. four. Okay, four, four books down four. and a dollar fifty a month. Not four fifty. So, okay. Uh, oh, I, I, all right. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'd give it 
I want to give it tree fitty, but I don't actually. <laughs> I, I don't actually think it's tree. Gonna need about tree fitty, but um, I, I give it five. I give it five. <laughs> yeah, five. And I would very much like to give it a tree fitty. <laughs> South Park, if you don't understand. Um, uh, yeah, no, I will. No, I will agree with Graham. I think five. I think a very, if you pardon the pun, middle of the road episode. Oh. Uh... <laughs> would you like to know what the next one's called? Go on. Ooh, it's Hit good. me. It's called. Fear strikes up a conversation. What do you think the episode's about? Uh, fear striking a conversation. Fear strikes okay. up a conversation. Who's fear? It's um, it's a new character from the other realm. Turns out that emotions have their own personas, physical personas. Okay. Fear comes to visit Sabrina and starts a conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the whole episode is is about is that, yeah yeah it, it's a it's a Sabrina interview with with fear. Yeah. Okay, Graham. Sabrina has a nice old chat with former Wimbledon midfielder Peter Fear. <laughs> <laughs> and to no surprise, Graham's got it spot on. Oh, 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 really? Really? Do you know much these, about him? These guest stars just get better and better, don't they? <laughs> Nervous about reading an essay out in an assembly, Sabrina uses magic to banish her fear. However, it ends up wreaking havoc around the school. Oh no. So this is one where her uh, yeah her emotions and feelings are projected out and it turns into an actual thing. Uh, yeah, very good episode. You get to see um, fears and weaknesses of all of our uh, cast in this Ooh. one. So we get to see again a, a a side of our characters um, that's not on the surface. So I think a good good more uh, exploration for characters this well, one. Well, Valerie's fear is being alone. Yeah, well, it could be about that. We find out what Harvey's is, Mr. Kraft's Libby's, oh, and cool. Sabrina's ultimately. So, yeah, very good. Oh, and Quizmaster as well. Yeah. Let's see what he's, uh, what gets him going. Uh, so, a very good. A what very gets good, him going? Well, going scared. Fear of being evicted and living on the street. Oh, shit, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, that's our next episode, number 21. Do join us for that one. As for this one, I hope you have enjoyed it. My name has been Phil Dean, and I'd like to thank my guests who were. Uh, well, not really guests. The guests in my home, but they're they're uh, family. Mate, in mate you the... don't know this. I've been living in your attic. For oh, have you? You're yeah. making all those noises. Yeah, that's yeah. me, mate. <laughs> uh, so that was Chris Evans. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you, Philippe. And I'd like to thank uh, my other compadre, Mr. Graham Marley. You're welcome, Phil. Sabrina the Teenage Watch is available in many different formats, so whether you're listening to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio or iTunes, please leave us a comment or a review. Your support means we get more listeners. And it means our hard work is not going to waste. And we can look at ourselves in the mirror. If you want to contact us or keep up to date with our episodes, you can follow us on Twitter at Sabrina Watch. And you can find us on Facebook. Just search for Sabrina the Teenage Watch and there we shall be. And thank you to you for listening wherever you are. And remember, may every little thing you do be magic. magic.